Ian. And uh, this is just a quick little wrap up for the uh, for the year, um, kind of little retrospective of the podcast and uh, kind of stuff we we just a quick kind of rundown of stuff that we kind of enjoyed a little bit uh, of a highlight reel here for the uh, for us. Um, well, 2020 has been generally a crap year. I think it's been a great year for our podcast. Yes, yes, it has been. It uh, we 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 upgraded quite a few things. Um, and you know, also too, uh, we did get a lot of um, uh, listener response on our iTunes yeah. reviews, which like which is always years, so fun. Yeah, yeah, That's I love great reading, reading those, those off. Yeah, because uh, I mean, for year for years, I mean, uh, we oh, is that you? Sorry oh, about that's that. all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, for years, uh, um, I've, uh, we've been doing the podcast. Uh, the podcast has been around since 2014, and. It's been kind of slow going with the uh, listener uh, um, interaction, mm-hmm. and then this year we got a bunch of interactions. So uh, that was great um, to to um, to get to read the reviews on on air. And then um, let's see, uh, you helped me out with the laptop. I upgraded my laptop. That last laptop was on its last uh, last leg. Yeah, you really got your money's worth out of that one. Yeah, yeah. This, this, <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, and then this one's uh, so nice. Uh, it, uh, cuts down the, uh, the editing and the production whenever, uh, we get done recording. I can like put up the, the like this episode, for example, I'll be putting up almost right away That's awesome. <laughs> and it's pretty nice. I got stuff to do later today. So it's just nice that I can just get this done real quick. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that was nice to upgrade. Getting uh, a, a new piece of tech is always fun. It's always, too, you know, a little annoying kind of working like the kinks and getting accustomed to it. But once you get it yeah. running smooth, it's always nice to, to get. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, uh, aside, the, uh, the laptop being so useful for the podcast, um, it's nice to just have a fucking nice piece of tech that I can take to the airport if I want to, mm-hmm. um, because your last one, uh, the battery was so old on it, right? That if yeah, you I had unplugged to, it. And... Uh, yeah, it was that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a hand me down, and uh, I, I just, you know, it was there. It it, it launched the podcast, so <laughs> I got to give yep. it a little credit. But it's so nice to have this. Uh... Did you have a memorial for it <laughs> yeah. when you finally retired? It's it? a Viking funeral for uh-huh. it. Yeah, and just throw the arrow at the, the, the yeah. set it ablaze. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is nice. Um, what other, uh, little upgrades that we do for the podcast, uh, the fucking website. Okay. You know, we all, everybody's having their little, um, kind of look back at the, uh, at the year and how crazy it's been. Um, and, uh, you think about, you're like, Oh, that was this year. Wow. That seems like forever ago. And wow. Mm-hmm. The fucking, the website getting it upgraded from, uh, I had it. I think I had it on GoDaddy.com, and then I I switched it to uh, Bluehost, I think it is, and I did it all myself with no experience with, it wasn't coding exactly, but it was like you have to get behind the scenes and start fucking around with stuff. I was honestly very impressed uh, with how it's turned out, and then, you know, just kind of watching you go through the process Mm. of creating that, and you're like, man, this... This fucking security thing is horrible. Yeah, like dude. You just you know figuring out oh. on your own is it's such. A, I was ready to give up, man. Yeah. That, was <laughs> a, that was a good accomplishment. I mean, that's... thanks. It, uh, well, because I, uh, I must have um, suppressed it because yeah, I was like, that was this year. <laughs> oh man, because that was like uh, March, April, May, so you know the beginning of the quarantine and everything. But after doing that, could yeah. you see yourself 
doing that for other people as a profession, or was it something like you did but did not really enjoy, but you got through Yeah, it? I'd have to get paid to do it now. And then even <laughs> then, I'm not that, like, an expert at it. I, I, I can do it now. Um, it was a, it was a, excuse me, it, I was ready to give up multiple times. Um, it, uh, I was ready to pull my hair out. Uh, a couple times there. I know that at one point you were like almost just kind of like fuck it. I'm just gonna pay some. Yeah, I was ready to do it. So yeah, so that wasn't too much fun. But I but then once I got past that, then I, I I'm very uh, uh, not grateful, but uh, it's very it's satisfied. satisfied. Yeah, there you go. Done. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that so and by the way, that's mystudios.com. And uh, there's a, let's see, a feed of the podcast there. There's some artwork that I've put up um, just here and there. What else is on there? Can you give us a, a taste of what you're working on right now, art-wise? Yeah, yeah. I'm working on a, on a Wonder Woman that uh, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'll be putting up here probably this weekend. Uh, I'm actually pretty proud of that one. Uh, I don't think I've drawn her before. And, uh, yeah, I'll be putting up that this weekend. And um, I'm, Is I'm there a certain uh, style from the comics that you picked? Not really. This is kind of like an homage to Lana Del Rey's first album, um, Born to Die, where she's just kind of like, it's it's a kind of a static kind of image of her just standing right in front of the camera, just standing there mm -hmm. all kind of stoic. So I've replaced Lana with Wonder, with uh, um, Diana, with uh, Wonder Woman. Okay. And, and that, so in that same pose... So uh, that was kind of fun. I like doing kind of like homages, kind of like nods to other pop culture things with superhero stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, how's uh, the difficulty level of this one compared to some um, of the pieces? Let's see. Uh, yeah, not not too difficult. You know what? The background. Um, uh, I I've been kind of struggling um, with uh, perspective, uh, and I've been taking classes mm -hmm. for it. <laughs> but I notice when I'm like, oh, man, that does not like. <laughs> it's like, it's background shit. So you're like, oh, it's just the background. But when I when I look at it at a certain angle, I'm like, oh, man, that doesn't look right. Mm -hmm. So uh, that that's a little bit of a struggle. Um, the figure, I, I'm, I've gotten a lot better with figure work, with like the, 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 the human figure, figure, <laughs> uh, the human figure. And, uh, so yeah, it's turning out pretty good. I, I'm pretty, I, I look forward to posting it on, on uh, social media and mm -hmm. on the website there. And, uh, yeah, you know what? One thing I'm particularly proud of on the, uh, on the website, I'll pull it up right now. Uh, the about page, which was the very last thing I, I, I did. And I did it just recently. It, it was like the, one of the last things. Okay. One of, one of the things I've been, one of the things I've been wanting to, uh, to do is get, a blog kind of um, section for the uh, website where I can like write, you know, mm -hmm. just let's see here, my grenade studios. Um, Cause uh, I, I'm always like, man, I need to write more. Cause I like, I like writing. I mean, it's very therapeutic. Yeah. It's one of those things where like once I get going, then I'm like, I'm off through the races, but my grenade and uh, uh, what what I've been trying to do, Mind Grenades had a Tumblr page for for years, and I'll sporadically <laughs> jump on there. But I like to get the Tumblr page linked straight to MindGrenadeStudios.com, and then use that as my blog, whatever. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, but it's been really that that part's been um, difficult. So the about us page on mygrenadestudios.com, and just kind of uh, pat myself on the back on my writing skills here, it says uh, My Grenade Studios is a small island in the vast ocean that is the internet. The My Grenade podcast is our pirate ship, launched back in May of 2014. Join Hector, Jason, Ian, and Matt for lively discussions on all things pop culture. And that's yeah, I'm like, ah, that wraps good. it up pretty good. Like, I don't have to add or take anything away from that. Um, then it's got our links and everything else. And, and that's kind of fun, too, when you put a website together and you're, like, testing all the links and stuff. You're like, oh, there's the Twitter uh, button. Let me tap it right there. And it takes me to the Mind Grenade 1 um, Twitter page. Just like testing all the links from from page to page, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this works just like a website. <laughs> you're like success. Yeah, so that was fun. Uh, not not fun at first, but now that I'm on the other side of it, I'm glad it's done. Um, one big thing which um, led to uh, the, the 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 increase in downloads and streams. And the iTunes reviews what was our uh, approach on promotion this year. Um, I uh, laid off the Facebook and the Twitter for promotion. We did promotion, but not as like as much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had um, flyers made, kind of like a band would make flyers for their you know to promote their band. Uh, we did that this year with with the podcast. Um, Jenny Zell, <clears throat> Jenny Zell from um, she's uh, see which podcast she's on Mouthy Broadcast. This is a great podcast. Uh, but I first came across Jenny Zell and Dennis and Bob and um, and the crew there at Dork Trek uh, years ago, and I've befriended uh, Ben is also on there. Um, <clears throat> befriended them and uh, <clears throat> started corresponding with Jenny Z and. She's a graphic designer, and she helped design our um, promos, and um, got those printed. Put a bunch of those up here in town. When I went to Arizona um, recently, I put some up uh, around there. Different coffee shops. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Which and that's been interesting. Um, you know, with the response we've gotten from those flyers, is really cool. Yeah, uh, we had uh, the guys from Can't Sit Still. Uh, podcast here in town uh i wasn't sure how they found out about us and uh while we were recording an episode together with those guys they mentioned that they were at a cold stone <laughs> creamery downtown they look over and they see a flyer for mine grenade and that's how they got a hold of that's how they, they decided to reach out to us i was like and that's it happened so cool. that revelation was on on air like mm-hmm. while we were recording and i was like oh shit sweet validation like the, the flyers uh, have worked. So, um, yeah, uh, just across the board, uh, for the podcast, 2020 um, saw uh, a lot of uh, kind of leveling up for the podcast. So mm-hmm. um, it's been uh, uh, good in that respect. Um, but, uh, you know, um, we'll, we'll switch gears now and kind of uh, get into our highlights of what, you know, of this year. Uh, one thing, um, speaking about, like, what seems like a lifetime ago, C2E2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to C2E2 this year. It's just crazy even think about uh, having big conventions uh, yeah. now. I mean, yeah. that's, yeah. I doubt they'll have one this year, a C2E2 this year. I had a friend the other morning tell me, he's like, well, you know, it kind of sucks for C2E2. It's probably not going to happen this year. 
and because uh, usually uh, it's in is it March, correct? They have yeah, it? yeah, mm-hmm. that seems a little too close. Uh, yeah, to... it's first coming up really uh, pretty soon, so it yeah. doesn't seem likely. To land it. Likely, uh, my 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 buddy. It was actually uh, Nick who uh, helped start the podcast uh, years ago. Uh, my original co-host, him and I were uh, having a chat the other morning. He was like, yeah. He's like, oh man, that sucks, you know. But uh, he was telling me that he he plans like he him and his girlfriend and uh, were thinking about like just hitting up all the comic book shops here in town one day. Yeah. And just kind of having their own kind of version of uh, a comic book convention. Sure. Uh, but yeah, man, I C two E two. Let's see. I've been. I got all my um, uh, passes. My uh, little. Um, the little passes they give you on your lanyard and stuff when you go to C2E2. I've got six of them, so I've been going there six years in a row. And uh, this would have been the seventh, and yeah, it's probably not going to happen. But uh, that was fun. And it's crazy because I do remember people starting to wear masks. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like the government, you know, the the, the, the lockdown started happening mid-March. And not just cosplay masks. Like. Yeah, well, that was a combination, <laughs> I'm sure, of both. It's like, is that a cosplay? Is that part of their cosplay? Uh, but there were people, and uh, that was actually February 28th or something like that. So it was like the cusp of March hmm. um, when um, when I went to Chicago for that. And I remember you even commenting when you got back that you were like, yeah, I mean, even all those conferences, there's probably so many viruses just in, in general. Oh, so yeah. People there. Yeah, there's a there. there's something called a concrud, which is like prior to the pandemic. That was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, because you're, there's thousands of people with very, you know, with everybody's. Just breathing their hot, dirty breath. <laughs> all over yeah, yeah. Uh, so you can only imagine what kind of stew is like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Breeding. I can almost smell the aroma, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that was fun, actually. Um, uh, I saw some friends from work there. Shout out to Joe and Andy. Uh, I think that was Joe's first uh, C2E2. Uh, I'm not sure if Andy's first, but um, it was cool just running. That was funny because just running into them, I think I knew they were going, but it wasn't like we corresponded to meet up at a certain mm-hmm. we just happened to run into each other which is always crazy when it's you're crazy. at an event with like thousands with of thousands people of people and, and you happen to run into people you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially people you see pretty right. often at work uh, and you've ran into um, some different co-hosts and um, and uh, I guess yeah. artists you've met up there in the past yeah. before, and you've even had uh, them on the podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. So. Um, the guys from uh, Hideous Energy, oh, man, I love those guys. I <laughs> I think about those guys all the time. They're great. Um, had them on. That's a, that's the cool thing about this podcast, at least for me. One of the highlights is uh, listening to the uh, different uh, podcast people like Jenny Z mm-hmm. and. And uh, the guys from Dork Trek, and then um, the guys from Hendrix Energy, having them on my podcast after listening to them for fucking like close to a decade, uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's so much fun. You know, although too, I was thinking about this this morning. It's like as much fun as I have having people on. Man, I love being guests on other people's podcasts. It's way less work. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta sit there and just shoot the shit. Yeah, you don't have to like keep track of time or keep track of what's going on. Um, I was on Deprogrammed, and uh, I brought this up recently on the podcast, too. Uh, Deprogrammed is a great podcast, and they've had me on a couple times. But, yeah, uh, it is a highlight to have your podcast heroes on, but it's also fucking fun to get to be on somebody else's podcast. So, uh, yeah, that's a cool aspect. But, yeah, yeah, meeting people up in uh, Chicago is always fun. 
Uh, when was the last time you've been up to Chicago? Oh, uh, well, my fiance and I went up there. I think it was back oh, in that's October. Right. Yeah, now. yeah. But oh yeah, it's definitely felt way different. You know, it wasn't uh, kind of the same mm-hmm. bustling city as it was before. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that kind of going back to normal mm-hmm. with everything kind of being open. But uh, wasn't there like a Starbucks up there that you were telling me about? Oh there? yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, that new Reserve Roastery that is pretty sweet. They have some really cool uh, drinks, like what three or four stories and. Oh, wow. Fancy coffees and, uh, you know, you can get, like, combination drinks with, uh, what was it, the affogato, which is ice cream and coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. Oh, man, that sounds awesome. Um, I think I had a, uh, it was a barrel-aged coffee, and (laughs) it kind of, like, drank almost like you were drinking a whiskey. Wow, you're all Mm. sniffing and stuff. See, I would go there, get a little espresso in the the teeny tiniest cup, get a super strong espresso. And I grab it, and then I drink it, tip it back with my pinky mm-hmm. sticking out, all just like. I mean, know. that's the the finest way to drink an espresso. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta have the pinky yeah. stretched out. As you look out over the the street, and like <laughs> yeah, story. right. Mm-hmm. People all walking. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah. I wonder when I'll go to Chicago again. But um, the only time I don't like going to Chicago is in the winter. It's fucking cold yeah. up there. It, it really is. You get between those skyscrapers and then the yeah. wind is just getting you. It's uh, extra cold there. Uh, it's it's the the lake, mm-hmm. I guess. With the yeah, um, but yeah, it's 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 already cold in Illinois. But when you go there, it's an extra little. Uh, the year of... before, I made the horrible mistake of not checking uh, before I went up oh. there on a weekend trip. It was like seventy here in Springfield. Yeah, and we got up there and it was about forty five. Yeah, like, all yeah. Weekend. That's like, a great... we didn't, like fucking buy coats up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's about. <laughs> The right ratio. If it's about seventy here, then it's yeah. So if you Which leave seems here, crazy for something that's like three yeah, hours away, right? Yeah. So if you leave here and it's forty, then it's probably going to be like mm-hmm. twenty there or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it is. Uh, it's kind of. I mean, it's a fucking full on metropolitan. I mean, I don't have to convince anybody, but like when you go, like we live here in Springfield, the state capital, mm-hmm. and it's nowhere near compared to what Chicago is in in, in um, sense of. Of a bustling metropolis, you know. Um, So uh, let's see. Um, You know, uh, I was gonna get into some some music and some um, movies and stuff like that, but uh, let's get into the video games. Um, Okay. okay. I uh, I I was telling you the other day. I I really I wanted to get into the video games this year, but it didn't really happen. Uh, I just did my normal Call of Duty kind of you know sessions, but. Mm -hmm. um, that's just so like base. It's so just me wanting to get some aggression out, you know. And then I do that, and then I'm done. Yeah. Murder. Oh yeah, for sure. Headshots, and mm-hmm. then I'm, and then you know, half hour, hour later, I'm done. But um, but those games are great because you can just jump into them. You don't have. Yeah. To, it's not like a an an MMO or mm-hmm. kind of long drawn RPG where it, it takes you like two hours to even get to where you want to go. Yeah. You can just hop in. One those, of those are fun. Thirty minutes. Those are fun. Those MMOs, but yeah, the, it's like for me, it just wants to jump in and jump right back out. But uh, yeah, get, let me, tell me about. Uh, yeah, so um, I, I was kind of looking up some stuff online because Amazon, you know, every year they post their list of like the the top uh, top selling games of the year. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. If you had to guess, what of which console uh, had the most top selling games? The console. Um, had just a shot in the dark. Oh fuck! It's probably, it's probably Nintendo, but I was gonna go with PlayStation, and the PlayStation 
had a Spider-Man game mm-hmm. that um, I'm not, I think came out this year or uh, late last year, but um, I'll go with the PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that definitely one was a top seller, but you were correct. The first thing Nintendo mm-hmm. yeah. made like the top on like all the lists. Yeah. Um, I know. So this is data. I think kind of like November, early December. Mm-hmm. It showed that the Switch was actually the number one selling mm-hmm. console for the year. I know. I think with the the new consoles coming out, I'm sure it's probably going to be right. challenged somewhat. But mm-hmm. but but yeah. So. Um, I think like the number one game on Amazon like, they've got is uh, Animal Crossing, <laughs> which I've never I've never played that game. I've I've watched people play. Uh, it looks right. fun. It's kind of like a I don't know farm slash house mm-hmm. builder simulator. Yeah. Have you ever played the? Did you play the first? No, game? no, I know. Yeah, I get the concept, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I never played any of those games there. But that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that, it, uh, it just amazes me uh, how addictive it can be. I mean, yeah. people that I, I would never even have guessed played games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are huge animal. Yeah, crossing little grannies fans. and yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Right. <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So that and I was even uh, some friends that had never game before like really mm-hmm. picked it up and played it and. Like spend like hundreds of hours, and I'm like, mm-hmm. my God, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, next one on the list. Um, this is number eight on there. It's Super Mario 3D All Stars for this one. Oh, wow. So another yeah. Nintendo game. I saw uh, Jason, uh, co-host Jason, on the podcast. He was showing me video of his kids playing a Nintendo Mario Kart type game, but it was like virtual, where you set up a track in your living room or whatever, and it like the game. It like, uh, what do they call that? Like, it's some kind of like. It's a virtual reality, yeah, but it's it, also like super imposing. Augmented, yeah, I guess. Augmented, yeah, that's what yes, it looks yeah. more like. But yeah, it's pretty incredible. But yeah, go ahead. I'm totally convinced that Jason bought that for himself. Yeah, yeah that was he seems more excited about it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Jason's a, totally. Jason's totally a big kid. Yeah. We don't have to. Yeah, I'm. I'm fairly certain. Like half of the gifts he probably buys, it's more just he like the lightsaber that he purchased. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'm sure he's gonna get more use out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think another another big one this year. Uh, this is a uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Huh. Um, it's another uh, Nintendo Switch one that's okay. been a huge seller. On yeah, there. man, they've diversified. Like Mar- they, there's so many Mario games, mm-hmm. uh, different types. Yeah. Yeah, because then there's uh, Super Smash Bros. is always mm-hmm. a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mario Parties. Yeah. Uh, see, Cyberpunk makes a list on there. It mm-hmm. had like 8 million pre-orders, so that yeah. doesn't, it's not really surprising that that, that um, one made the list. Uh, I was talking to a friend at work, a mutual friend of ours, and he was saying, uh, yeah, it was it was the other night, the other morning, as Mike at work. Uh, we were kind of briefly talking games, and he's, well, he's really enjoying mm-hmm. his vert. Like he's got it on the PC, and he's really. And you've been kind of dabbling in it. Yeah, on the yeah. PC I played as a well. couple hours today. Yeah. But, uh... And uh, um, I was talking to him. I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'd like to play that eventually, but I'll probably wait to get the new consoles." But um, he was saying on the new consoles, it's actually not as bad as it is on the older, on the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four. Uh-huh. Those versions of Cyberpunk are are not they're not done yet mm-hmm. uh, or whatever he he was saying that the pc is the way to go but the playstation 5 and the xbox whatever x or whatever it's called that those are better than the so you said that you're looking at getting one at some point yeah. which one are you going um, to I, I i'd like i i i'm going to attempt to go to for both the uh, the playstation 5 and the xbox but it's not going to happen right away it's probably be like july or maybe somewhere in the fall mm-hmm. yeah uh, i'm in I, I i want to get them but i'm in no 
I'm not right. Is there a particular game uh, that's that cyberpunk right looks okay. that, that looks appealing? Even though, like, yeah, I'll have to, uh, I keep I keep getting what do they call that when your eyes are too big for your stomach or whatever? Um, yeah, I bought that Avengers game, <laughs> and it's famously got dragged online. Mm-hmm. But I was going to play it anyway. But man, I keep buying games, and they're just too involved or maybe i'm not that excited once i get them so i'm a little worried i'm gonna do that with uh, cyberpunk Mm -hmm. (laughs) i hope i don't because it looks fucking cool as fuck what's the like the basic print i mean not that not the game mechanics or the plot or anything like that but the overall story plot is you want to become immortal, right? You keep upgrading your body parts and shit like that, or yeah, I think that's that's the general consensus. I mean, really, I would say it's basically Grand Theft Auto. Okay, yeah, but like future. a super yeah. crazy mm-hmm. uh, upgraded version of like yeah. the next generation of Grand Theft Auto. Yes, it totally feels like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and even like the, the kind of the systems, and there's even like star ratings and all okay. that. So, yeah. so if you're are you a fan of the Grand Theft Auto games? Uh. I played a little bit of them growing up, but now nah, I wouldn't call myself a huge fan of them. Like just because I, not that I don't like them, but just that I haven't played them a lot. Mm-hmm. So, but mm-hmm. um, though I know those are, games are fucking crazy, like popular. Surprised no movies have been made of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I've kind of been waiting to see one come out, mm-hmm. especially maybe like some of the the golden ones. What is it, like like uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City? Yeah, yeah, that one was a popular right. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that but I guess be- it would just be kind of. No different than a general gangster movie. But. Yeah, right. Yeah, the 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 uh, they really haven't solved the uh, the uh, video game to movie kind of uh, um, cross not crossover but uh, transition there. Like uh, I was uh, talking to, um, I think we were talking on the podcast that like The Mandalorian, the TV show, like has a very kind of video game quality to the story. Yeah, the way the the. You know, you go from here to there. You got to get this to get that and help these people out. The helping these people to get to the next quest is very Zelda or, you know, role-playing game, Final Fantasy style. Right. Uh, they should reverse engineer that before they make their next uh, video game adaptation to just kind of like see why it worked for The Mandalorian, even though The Mandalorian is not a video game property. But it has a video game quality to the storytelling. They should next time they're trying to make the next. What was that horrible one? Um, or uh, World of Warcraft. Oh yeah, that, that was fairly recent. Yeah. yeah, they've had bad luck with those ones. They just need to stop doing mm-hmm. that. And I'm sure that game is great and it has you know, but mm-hmm. the movie it just doesn't kind of, translate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would think with their fan base, you know, of whatever like mm-hmm. seven billion people mm-hmm. that play it, that they'd go and see it. But I guess nobody's really excited for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel for me, the best adaptations for video game movies have always been kind of the Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like that, I remember Advent Children. Yeah, was really I remember cool. owning yeah. that. That looked mm-hmm. fucking great. Yeah, a huge Final Fantasy seven fan. They re-released that last year or the year before, or maybe this year, like an updated version of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the graphics were uh, a lot better. That was a, that was a that was that PlayStation I bought because of Final Fantasy VII, and I'm sure I wasn't the only person who did that. That was in '95. How old were you in '95? Oh man, I was seven. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I was like 20 or something like that, yeah. and uh, 
um, or which 18 I, I or do. Something we, like that, yeah. um, me and a buddy, we did play that. Mm-hmm. I think I was maybe not that first year it came out, but like maybe the second or third year afterwards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I remember playing that one on the PC. Um, that to me was like pre Twitch. Well, obviously in '95, but like that was where I started realizing where that hanging out with your buddy and watching them play two hours of Final Fantasy, and you're just sitting there watching them and, and helping them play the game, mm-hmm. and then switching the same uh, quest. It's like, okay, you you take over. And just watching somebody play a video game can be enjoyable. Yeah. And then here we are, and Twitch is this multi-million, billion-dollar you know, thing where it's essentially you watching people play video games. Um, Do you ever hop on Twitch? No, I, you know, I've never been on there, I don't think, unless I've inadvertently gone on there via YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, next time you're going to buy a game, yeah. this is this is how I use Twitch mainly. Next time you're going to buy a game mm-hmm. or you're bored looking for something, that is the best way to figure out what game actually looks fun uh, to you. Okay. I'd be like, okay, I'm interested in this game, hop on there, watch somebody play a little bit of it. I'm like, okay, yeah, that seems like something up my alley. Yeah. Uh, other times I'm like, nope, like demos for uh, not okay, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, you can get reactions from people too, like uh, while they're playing it and stuff. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm guessing. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's a yeah. Um, uh, you have anything else there for? Video uh, I mean, so I guess kind of there's a couple more Nintendos on the list, but mm-hmm. I did want to mention uh, this one was a huge one. The Last of Us Part Two was uh, another top seller, and this one's for PlayStation Four. You're um, you're a fan of that game? You know, that's been on my list to play, but oh, since okay. I don't own any, own any of the consoles, yeah, uh, I haven't really been oh, able to play okay. it. But that's one I definitely. Ain't there? Are they making a movie? I think so. That's yeah. what I've heard. Uh, I think that's the game I've heard Matt rave about. Yeah, I think it's it's won a ton of awards. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but the from what I can think, but I, what I can remember, if I'm picturing the game correctly, it's not Among Us, right? <laughs> No, no, but that's <laughs> no, the one the where, yeah. That's yeah. almost as popular as uh, mm-hmm. Last of Us. But The Last of Us, if I'm rem- remembering correctly, it has a very cinematic style to the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool, yeah. Hopefully they <laughs> hopefully they make a good movie out of a video game like that because it, it, it is disappointing. Even though, like, even though I don't have any stake in the game, and, like, you know, like, if they make a Last of Us, Game, uh, movie. I want it to be good for the sake of the people who are fans of the video game. Like right. I, I get like sympathy. Um, There's um, nothing worse than seeing something you love get like trash. Yeah, when like, it happens to me, that sucks. But I also do feel sympathetic to the people that like uh, whoever was super excited for yeah World of Warcraft, and then it just turned out to be a shit show. And it's like, oh man, I'm sorry, buddy. Right. Uh, so. Um, yeah, uh, hopefully, yeah, uh, uh, this next coming year, hopefully I'll get more into video games and stuff and, and find time for, for it. Um, uh, you know, you make the time, but yeah, I just, if, if it, you're not feeling it, then you're not going to be spending a lot of time mm-hmm. on, on the console or There's the just PC. so much for entertainment nowadays, it's almost yeah, hard to it's that too, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I need to read more, and I need to play more video games, and I need to watch more of this, and yeah, you just kind of get pulled in so many different directions it, it, it does become a kind of a hassle um so we'll, we'll move along here um uh, let's see this year for music uh i brought we we talked about a little bit on a previous episode uh, I, I got into tame impala quite a bit um the new rtj uh, album um 
uh, RTJ4. Uh, I like to recommend, um, uh, there's the single on there. It's um, Ooh La La. Uh, and then uh, the one song on there that I wanted to recommend too, it's, it's uh, Out of Sight. And uh, it's got two chains on it. Uh, it's a it's a good uh, track, um, LP and Killer Micrograin on it, um, uh, obviously. But uh, I wasn't fam- too familiar with Two Chains, mm-hmm. so it did take a minute to kind of get used to his his flow, his style. But uh, I I do I do like it, and it's uh, I'll play a little bit at the end of this episode. Um, but, I, uh, I do like Two Chains. He has uh, some really funny videos online of him trying a Cayenne products. Oh yeah, it's quite amusing. Okay, yeah. okay, and he does his, from even from his lyrics, he does seem to have a, kind of a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's not necessarily silly, but it is tongue in cheek. Yeah, from his yeah. So uh, yeah, RTJ Four was a, a big release this year. It's constantly getting love on Twitter, even still when I see people on uh, LPs and uh, Killer Mike's Twitter accounts. Um, let's see uh, what else. Uh, I did kind of brave the elements this year. I did go watch Tenet in the movie theater um, in July. Uh, it was full-on social distancing in the theater and um, face masks, and that was my first movie experience uh, with a face mask. It was fine. I did an episode on it uh, where I explained the entire thing. And uh, and that was the, the last one that's you've been available to see? Or there's even yeah, because uh, the theater here in town shut down. Um, Wonder Woman came out this weekend. I, I would have gone and seen it in the theater if it was available, but uh, I'm currently watching it. I'm like 20 minutes in. Yeah, well, the movie's like five hours long. I hear so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they released that on uh, HBO Max uh, streaming. Um, let's see. Yeah, Tenet was it was. I'm, I'm I'm glad I watched that in the theater because it uh, um, the sound and the and the and the uh, visuals are pretty crazy. Uh, and I did my review already, but I really enjoyed it. But when you're comparing them to other Nolan movies, it's kind of comparable to Inception. Inception edges it out a little bit. Okay. I think Inception had more finesse and more depth. Uh, it was a, a deft hand uh, from the director, Christopher Nolan. Uh, but it was that type of kind of mind-bendy, twisty kind of story. Uh, I think... In, Inception is slightly better, so uh, I'm sure most people is are. Is Tenet streaming on? Uh, it's the now. Oh. Uh, well, no. Well, it might be on HBO Max. It's it Warner it Brothers. Yeah. yeah, it might be on there. Um, yeah, I recommend it. It's one of those movies where um, you'll. <laughs> what was it? Uh, yeah, I was talking to my buddy Nick the other morning, and uh, he was like, uh, uh, talking about explaining it to him. I was like. Or ruining it for him, and I was like, "Dude, if I even I even if I explain it to you right now, you'd still be confused." <laughs> so it's one of those movies, but it was still satisfying, even though I it was just mind bendy, kind of mm-hmm. like an Inception or Is one that of these movies. One that Interstellar. You think you'll watch again? I, I'd like to, just because some of the stuff was was kind of slightly going over my head, and uh, so watching it again, I'll probably grasp it a little bit more, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, it. it, it it wasn't trying to be weird or confusing on purpose. It was just challenging. Okay. Uh, uh, the uh, the narrative was a little challenging. Um, Robert Pattinson's in it, and he's great. He's going to be uh, Batman here uh, in a year or two, and uh, he's he's uh, a. <clears throat> 
he's gotten shit. You know, he gets shit for being uh, whatever the vampire in Twilight. But man, he's 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 uh, done some really good movies. I watched um, the Lighthouse this year. He was great in that. He was in Tenet, and he was also great in that. He also has fucking great hair. I don't know. I just had to put that out there. He was he was uh, trending on Twitter the other day. I don't even know. If it was for something stupid. And uh, they're posting pictures. And, uh, and I was like, God damn it. Fucking dude's got a fucking good hair game. <laughs> like, I don't, And then uh, then I started seeing pictures of him in the bat suit. And pictures of the Batmobile for the next movie. And I hadn't seen any in a while. Because mm-hmm. the trailer had dropped earlier in the year. And I was like... I was like, oh, man, yeah, fucking, I like the style of the new suit and the Batmobile, especially the Batmobile looks awesome. But it's got that, those qualities where you can tell they're leaving room for improvement for the next movie. Okay. Because it's their first uh, film with this actor, this director, this kind of world. So, and it's a young Batman so they don't want him completely fucking decked out like the Mandalorian at the end of, <laughs> you know, where it's like hard to see how he can get any, any more, uh, yeah, G'd up. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, like... exactly. So I, I like that they're leaving room for improvement with the, with the current, not the current, but the, the new upcoming bat, bat Batman suit. And, uh, I think he'll do, I think he'll, I, I am excited for this next Batman movie with him. People are like, Oh, I just can't get past the, Twilightness of it, and I'm like you know, like I mean, the dude's been in a bunch of huge movies. Yeah, I mean, that's just like you know, you gotta have a start of the breakout role somewhere. Yes, you know? yeah. You're yes. not gonna turn a movie down. Yeah, to, I'm not gonna hold it against him. Yeah. I, 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 I've never watched any of those Twilight movies. It's not for me, but I'm not gonna hold it against him. Uh, as long, I mean, you know, people will get to prove themselves with with each role, right. and and I feel he's done that. Uh, let's see. So I mean, Tenet. Batman's almost kind of like they changed the the uh, role, and it. it's almost like you know James Bond. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You know where it's gonna be. Yeah. I think every couple of years, people want to still see Batman. Batman. People love Batman. Yeah. So. Uh, I saw a Photoshop picture on Twitter the other day, and it had like this like um, this hero shot of like what looked like. 50 Justice Leaguers, like, it, it was a comic book uh, page or a cover of, like, Justice League 100 or whatever it was, and it had, like, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, but then it had, like, 50 other Justice Leaguers behind them, and Batman was in there, so I had this, the picture there, and then right next to it was a pic, was everyone photoshopped out except for Batman, mm-hmm. so it's the same picture except for it, people got photoshopped out, and it was just Batman. And one, the, the picture with the 50 Justice League characters was how DC fans see the DC universe. And the one picture with Batman by himself is how Warner Brothers sees uh, <laughs> the DC universe. Because they're all, I mean, that's their fucking cash cow. Yeah. Like, Batman, uh, uh, they... They don't. They they're not gonna make a TV show. They 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 made Gotham, but that really didn't. It was like <clears throat> it wasn't a Batman show where he's front and center. And they'll only make the movies like they treat that character with so much prestige, which it's a fucking. It's like the most popular yeah. superhero. So right. I mean, I think besides I guess Spider Man, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Batman is uh, Sp- Spider Man probably edges out Batman yeah. in popularity, but not by much. Uh, so. 
Yeah, they'll just keep making Batman mm. movies, and then and, uh, I think if they did a Batman show, it would just oversaturate it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but uh, they 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 want the big money for that character. Like they they'll uh, I guess I guess there's room to keep making the movies and a TV show. Yeah, but they're 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 not just gonna settle for a TV show. You know, it depends. I mean, if. Uh, if the whole streaming thing, yeah, kinda, yeah, you know, that too, I think they yeah. could, you know, that'd be the only way I'd see them shifting to, yeah. to more TV centric. If if you can't do yeah. big blockbuster movies, if, if they if it they makes more sense, if they if they put the amount of money they put into like a Game of Thrones or mm. like some of these uh, Disney Plus shows, like if they did a Batman show that way, like a mini series almost, yeah, yeah, like a six episode, yeah, saga, and put out a little mini series like that every couple years, yeah, I can. see. Is there enough? Uh, material within the comics to you know to pull from to make it. I think so, especially for Batman. Yeah, and fuck, Batman's been around since the fucking thirties, I think. So yeah, and then like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure they could. Mm -hmm. That would be a great idea, actually. Uh, I don't see, and I, I know HBO Max is kind of struggling compared to the other streaming mm -hmm. services. I'm sure they're doing fine, but like compare comparatively to Netflix and Amazon, they're struggling. So. We might we might inadvertently have saved Warner Brothers yeah. if they're listening to us right now. Mm -hmm. Do Batman movies, but also uh, a great miniseries would be awesome. Everyone loves a great miniseries. Yeah, and speaking of miniseries, uh, I'm watching The Queen's Gambit right now, and um, I'm purposely not binging it, and uh, really really enjoying it right now. Um, Anya Taylor Joy is uh, she's fucking fantastic. She's so good in it. Um, very interesting story based on a book. They've been trying to adapt it for years. Um, apparently, Heath Ledger was supposed to direct a miniseries of it before he died. It would have been his first direct directing project. Mm -hmm. And uh, But this, this, this uh, property's been kind of like, they've been trying to make um, something out of it, an adaptation, and they finally did. And it was like, Number one, uh, not number one, but like number two, number three, biggest thing on Netflix this year, like numbers wise. And uh, uh, it's not for everybody, but man, I'm enjoying the shit out of it right now. It's about a chess, a young chess player. And uh, I guess this year there was a, a, a spike in people getting into ch playing chess and stuff. So it's kind of interesting. It's always funny how uh, TVs and, and movies really kind of can help to determine like almost mm -hmm. resurgences and, and fads. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, yeah. And that's a, that's a good, that, that'd be a good thing to inspire people to get into chess. I wonder if that happens, you know, um, for like murder movies or shows. If it could. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that, uh, oh, my microphone there or my headphones. Uh, yeah, that would uh, that would be unfortunate. Um, uh, but yeah, that was a, a, a good miniseries, and uh, and also yeah, like the production value. I mean, they because it, it's a period piece. It's set in the '60s, and it it really looks good. It looks very authentic. Um, let's see. Uh, something else I caught on um, Netflix was IP Man. Um, I was gonna do. Uh, Kind of a, a review of it um, on the podcast, but I'll probably just talk about it briefly here. It's uh, it's a kung fu movie. My dad uh, convinced me to watch it, and I'm so glad I did. It was so good. Like it's 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 a martial arts movie, but it's like almost an art house film almost. Like it's it's very 
Did you? Is this the first one of the series yeah. that you watched? Yeah. And apparently, there's a, there's a few of them. They're, they yeah. are amazing. Like they're. That's what I hear. And they then hold up. They, they, yeah. they, it doesn't like it's not diminishing returns with each sequel. Right. It's somehow. I, I've only watched the first, but I've seen that the reviews for the other ones. The first two, I think, are great. The third one diminished a little bit, but mm-hmm. still entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, okay. They, yeah, they're very. And very it's uh, Donnie Yen, who's fucking great. He was the uh, he was the kind of force sensitive blind character in rogue one that mm-hmm. actor and he was great in that and uh no man uh don't even if you're not into uh martial arts uh kung fu movies and by the way the martial arts in this movie is incredible uh but even if you're that's not your thing this is you you can still get something out of this movie it's a very inspirational and it's and it's uh based on the real life of uh uh it's bruce lee's uh, teacher, um, uh, Bruce Lee's not in this movie or not portrayed in this movie, but it's his it's his mentor teacher, uh, that person's life story, and uh, it's uh, subtitles, uh, but um, it's not the worst thing. Uh, but yeah, I recommend IP Man to to anybody like to anybody. It's just a good good um, uplifting inspirational uh, film. It's one of those kind of. Uh series which makes you seek out others like it yeah. and you realize that okay this is unique there's not yeah that yeah like it, you know? <laughs> yeah it's like what me trying to like uh chase the dragon of uh ninja scroll the uh manga you ever watch that one you know no, what I'm talking about? i haven't seen that I, I caught that like uh kind of at a formative point in my life so around like um between high school and college and like uh okay. when i was joined the military and i remember a bootleg of that kept Move going around, and uh, and then ever since then, I wanted to get into m- more um anime, mm-hmm. and nothing was like that, uh, yeah. so I was like, oh, okay, so yeah, with IP Man, yeah, um, it, it was really good. Um, let's see, and then uh, let's see, um, The Mandalorian season two, we did a whole thing on that, it was uh, one of the highlights this year. Um, um, as we're wrapping up, uh, I played for you the other day uh, a little snippet of some stand-up. Um, Tom Segura, uh, he put out a, a stand-up special on Netflix. He's got a bunch of them on Netflix, and this dude is this dude is funny all the time. Like he's 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 great. I have never been disappointed. He has some really good bits. Yeah, um, he's also got a podcast with his wife. Uh, Your mom's house is the name of that podcast. He's got one with Burt Kreischer. I forget the name of that. Uh, Two Bears, One Cave, or something like that. Uh, but the uh, stand-up special Ball Hog is fucking hilarious. It's great. Uh, I wanted to get more into stand-up this year, but that one was the highlight for me. So if you uh, are looking for some really good uh, stand-up, this guy's the, in the prime of his career, and uh, he's got a bit about uh, the one I played you the other day when People ask you how you're doing. The only acceptable answers are great and fine. I, that that's like a ten on a bit wise. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, it's selfish and rude for you people just to unload their everyday <laughs> problems on you when you just ask how you're doing. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's great. He's got a great attitude and uh, and kind of acerbic, kind of biting, kind of, but in a fun way. His uh, his bits. Mm. So uh, Tom Segura. Um, I, I do wonder, you know, if that that uh, kind of is it a, an American thing? Like, if you go to a different country, like if you, yeah. you know, if you ask somebody just to be polite, "Hey, how are you doing?" 
Yeah. You know, are they going to, is it traditional <laughs> where they just, they're actually going to tell you? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, here, yeah, Or it's just some more formality. You don't really want to yeah. hear how they're doing it. <laughs> I wonder if it is a, a cultural thing. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, uh, and then you asking me that now makes me, because I, I watched some uh, stand-up from uh, uh, people that aren't from this country, and there's there's a different style, too, mm-hmm. like comedians and stand-up. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's very interesting, uh, the, the cultural differences, uh, um, the way we, we interact with each other in different countries. Um, let's see, so, yeah, Tom Segura's got that stand-up, but he also has a, uh, some podcasts. And uh, um, I wanted to recommend, the last thing I'll recommend um, is uh, this is important podcast. It's uh, the guys from Workaholics. <laughs> I... I've, Used to watch Workaholics, and uh, it was very lowbrow humor, but um, that it, it can be, you know, that's, it's, funny. it's fun. It, it's yeah. Funny. yeah. And uh, they put out a podcast. That's the thing. I, I heard a statistic the other day, which makes sense is like every comedian this year, sorry, if they didn't have a podcast before, mm-hmm. they've had one this year because they can't go it's out. It's the year of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, thousands, tens of thousands of podcasts were launched this year because comedians couldn't get out to but they needed an outlet sure and uh these guys um i was listening to justin long's podcast life is short i think is the name of that one and he had uh adam divine one of the guys from workaholics on there and they i was just listening because i like the guys on workaholics i was just listening to that episode and then they brought up they was like oh yeah uh the podcast uh this is important um it's like, you know, it makes sense for the guys from Workaholic. Like, they should have been doing this years ago. So they started it up this year, and I, I binged the fuck out of those podcasts. Like, they started it this year, so there's probably, like, a couple, like, maybe, like, 17, 18 episodes. Okay. And I've you know, just got, like, within, the, like, two or three weeks, I Would you myself. recommend it for me? Would you think I'd like Yes, it? I okay. think so. Oh, no, so you'd yeah. enjoy it yeah. for sure. Yeah, because it's very, it's... There's a lot of uh, like like with mind grenade. We we do get to just shoot the shit and kind of meander, but we will kind of like our our anchor is pop culture, mm-hmm. just to kind of uh, and that's how we can bring in people is to have that kind of premise. Um, there's there's a style of podcast out there. There's a lot of them where it's just oh, it's just me and my buddies just hanging out, just shooting the shit. There isn't any kind of like. It's not a sports podcast. It's not a movie. Po- you know, it's not a comedy podcast or an interview podcast. It's just like, just me and my buddies just wanted to get together and shoot the shit, and that's really all of it. There are good versions of that, and there are okay versions of that, and everything in between. Um, the workaholics guys. It's just them just shooting the shit, but it is really entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's 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 what it sounds like, what they were like in the writers' room for workaholics. Where it's just them giving each other a hard time and, and having fun and just fucking around. And it's the three of them and their director, because I guess it's the director, uh, I forget the uh, guy's name, um, came up with them, like with workaholics okay. and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's really good. I, I recommend that to um, anybody who just likes comedy and um, especially the workaholics. Um, but yeah, so those are my recommendations for the year. A lot, some of the highlights there. But can uh, you give me um, one thing that you're looking forward to in 2021? Oh boy, um, yeah, uh, shit. Uh, the movies. I, I'd like to get back to going to the movie theater and watching movies. Um, 
a lot of stuff got pushed back mm. um, that we were getting excited for this year. There's um, the uh, Daniel Craig's final James Bond movie. Uh, we didn't get any Marvel movies this year. Um, I am looking forward to the Disney Plus shows, more Disney Plus shows, the Marvel ones. Um, yeah, it's all the same shit that I'm usually excited for. <laughs> but how about you? Uh, I mean, uh, of course, movies, but I would say that uh, after 2020... 2021, I definitely want to try and get to more uh, shows, specifically stand-ups. I, yeah, I know dude. I, I want to go in person. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, there's nothing more fun than going and seeing a comedian. You were telling person. me about that. That's a great yeah. idea. I, 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 right there with you. And so I, I do have one booked. Yeah, now. yeah. Tell me about yep. that. Yeah. So uh, I was pleasantly surprised to finally see the Illinois State Fair mm -hmm. have somebody other than you know just. Mm -hmm old musicians yeah, uh, yeah. so uh, Gabrielle Iglesias Fluffy yeah, is yeah. gonna be uh, putting on a show there so yeah. I gotta I'm sure he's gonna yeah I'm sure he's gonna kill he's uh, that dude's a pro mm -hmm. like he's been around for a while and like uh, that's all that dude does is like he he's a he's a, uh, a real stand up like he's let me try to get a show I mean he's been on TV shows and whatnot, but but that's, that's his job. I mean, that's, yeah. that's his love is yeah. stand up, and you can tell. So yeah, that should be awesome, man. That should be fun. Um, yeah, it was a little because yeah, the state fair is usually just the normal. The every every year is the same kind of like oh, we try to get bands from every genre. You know, it's usually yeah, old classic. It's here in in this town. It's usually old classic Seems rock to be, bands. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a recurring theme. Yeah, or, well, or country. Yeah, which is fine. That's what that's it's, the it's crowd. Pandering to the crowd. Yeah, yeah it's sure. the crowd here, but it's it's cool that they're. Uh, diversifying some especially with uh stand-up is uh is is uh i love it's it's a underappreciated art and uh and plus two to get out and get dressed up and mm. go out and and uh get some live entertainment um all right man yeah i just wanted to do one more episode before the year's over and uh and make sure that was the other thing we upgraded this year is one of my goals was to uh be uh reliable each week with with uh with content putting out content we've been um since june we've put out an episode every week and uh pretty proud of that and um and i think the four of us have really been meshing together really well mm -hmm. um and uh yeah uh i just want to um yeah thank everyone for listening and 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 all the people who've been supportive, who I've had on the podcast this year, um, um, let's talk about stuff. Podcasts; those guys have been great. Brent Hibbard and Stephen Fisher, guys at Can't Sit Still podcast, um, Hideous Energy, the Hideous Energy guys, the Dork Trek, uh, Jenny and and Dennis on there. Um, let's see, and then the uh, intro music, which uh, has grown on me. Uh, I liked it when I first heard it, but it has grown on me. Um, that gentleman, I never did get... I did... It was around June because we lost a couple episodes. Uh, mostly my, fa my fault. Uh, but uh, I did give a shout-out to the gentleman who made the music, but then that episode got lost. So I'll, I'll take the time right now and, and thank. Uh, it was uh, Fiverr. You had introduced me to that mm -hmm. app, and uh, I found a, uh, a gentleman there that uh, put together our music. Um, and he's on Fiverr under the, uh, the, the, uh, what do you call that? The tag, the, um, handle, uh, uh, CH6K0R. So it looks like checker, but the, uh, E is a six and the 
O is a zero. So CH, the, the number six, K, the number zero, R, uh, checker. And, uh, and he's not from uh, from the U.S., correct? No, yeah. where is he from? Oh, and his actual name is Omar. But, uh, yeah, welcome to the best podcast and YouTube intro music gig on Fiverr. More than 600 sold pieces for more than 4,000 satisfied, satisfied customers. Uh, genres I produce house, hip-hop, orchestral, cinematic, pop, acoustic, dubstep, uh, let's see, yeah. And I remember when um, I sent him just a description of what we wanted. It was like, who did I? A gorillas was an inspiration, kind of a touch uh, stone. Um, who else? It was, yeah. I, I, I it, was wanted, a, it was like gorillas, marshmallow, and you wanted upbeat. Yeah, yeah, upbeat. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. Uh, and the turnaround, like he, like he put it out uh, pretty quick and... Uh, it was on his first try because they let you do a couple of revisions mm -hmm. if you know if you're not happy with it. So yeah, uh, Fiverr is a great idea of, for a website um, if you're looking. I mean, let's see. There's a uh, graphic design, digital marketing, writing and translation, video and animation, music and audio, programming and tech, business, lifestyle. There's all kinds of shit that you could find there. Um, I, I, I find myself just like perusing it on the occasion just to kind of see what people are doing it's, yeah it's really cool to see that kind of community yeah you can you know if you're um got a project or you know something you're working on you can yeah and maybe you're not good at like, right. writing intros or you know you need help kind of flipping a ideas website or, or yeah. putting together a website because yeah i this is where i would have gone if i would have given up on working on the mind grenade website is i would have just gone to fiverr and be like mm -hmm. hey help please can i uh, commission someone to fix my website. Uh, but, um, yeah. So I wanted to give a shout out to the gentleman Omar there who, uh, put together our music intro, make it, made us sound more legit. Um, I would argue cooler. Too. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. All right, man. So, uh, yeah, this has been, uh, uh episode 239 of the mind grenade podcast. Uh, I've been Hector for Ian and, uh, thanks again. Have a happy new year and I'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Yeah, that was fun. Motivating, devastating, captivating, ghost and ray relating, product of the fucking 80s, pro feeling babies, never regulating, bag accumulating, it would not be overstating to say they are underrated, proud of Brooklyn and the Grady, baby, we don't need no compliments or confidence, our attitude and latitude is fucking big, some of left the bummers, duke your bros, smoking in the paint, a team is clean and clean as Jay Malene and Michael Renderbrook, TV got no temperature, even if it did, bitch, we cool as pink with pussy on the polar cap peninsula, colder than your baby mama hard, when she found out you been fucking with that We back in the class of laughing, you raising a head and tapping. Might fit it in your locket and let them know when a winky face meet us at three o'clock if you want to do something tragic. We'll shrinky dinky all of that gap and it's automated. The gears of the rapper shred up on hot and it'll happen. You know I'm popping the product of fucking poverty. I'm cool as AC and you niggas, you just wanna be. I slide on tracks like home plate, ride beats like road rage, got a crib like four states. I get a text like stay safe, text back. I miss that pussy, be home soon and I can't wait. I came from a dream, triple beam and some great tape. My sister went shopping, put my bags in the 8-8. Hello, Mr. Big Safe.